You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Lying Game After Show. Hello, Lion Game fans. Ving is for doing, and we are doing another Lion Game after show, season two, episode 10, the finale, mid-season finale. I don't really know what it is, but it was good. I'm your host, Kathy Kelly, and joining me tonight is Danica Kennedy. So, phenomenal episode. Yes. Yeah. That ending. <laughs> I feel like we should just bring out the ending first because we're going to be so like... Yes. Should we just say it? Alec falls through a roof. Yeah, through a like a, a glass, glass ceiling right after talking to Rebecca. So we need to... There's so many questions just with that. Like, did she shove him? Is he alive? Is he dead? That's going to be... You know, that was the big cliffhanger of this episode. It was so intense. I mean, last season, Derek got murdered. But this season, we've got Teresa's dead. Alex potentially dead. At, I mean, I guess he is dead at the end of this episode. Um, Thayer looks like he's definitely the murderer. All of a sudden. Um, is Rebecca the murderer of Alec? It just... I and know. it was weird, too, that he fell through the ceiling at that event because it was for Teresa's murder, like a sort of gala event to respect her. So it was like, someone just died and we're going to respect it. And then someone falls through the ceiling and dies at the event. Well, yeah. we don't know if he's dead, but... Oh, he, he you looks, have to be dead after he falls through. Yeah, he looks... Yeah, I don't think he's going to be... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are they just going to kill off every character on the show? You think? <laughs> until, until the one person's left, it's like, oh, there's the murderer. Out of all the people, I mean, did they even tease that someone was going to die? No. I, <sighs> Which I'm glad they didn't because I'm glad they didn't either. It made it all that more shocking. But I wasn't expecting. I did it not at all. think that Alec would die out of all of the characters that could have. So does that take him completely off of our murderer list of suspects for the other people that have died since he got killed? Or had that happen? You know how we've been like, oh, maybe Alex the murderer kind of this whole time. He was one of the suspects. Do you think he's innocent of all that now that we've seen Um, this? I mean, what it sounded like tonight is that Thayer murdered Derek um, and Alec was just protecting him. So Alec, you know, laid all these breadcrumbs essentially to lead it to Rebecca since he was not a fan of Rebecca. And... She, you know, kept on running away from it, but then she was like, no, I figured it out. I still don't understand why him and Rebecca got together, because they obviously really hate each other, and it doesn't seem like they were working with each other in any way, but maybe they were, like it was some sort of deal for them to get married to... Or they're both trying to frame each other. It's, it was something. It's keep your friends close and your enemies closer by getting married. By getting married, <laughs> yeah. Marry your enemies, everyone. Yeah. Um, don't 
don't actually do that. That is why the divorce rate is so high. No. Yeah. Because people like me give that advice. Yeah. Let's start with the very beginning of the episode, just to make sure we cover everything. Teresa is dead, but turns out she did not actually die from being drowned. There is no water in her lungs. Um, from the opt- autopsy, there is um, what are limestone the other under There's her nails, limestone and under her, her nails and on her clothes. clothes. Uh, it looks like she was uh, murdered with a blunt force object that was rusted metal over and, the head, right? Yes, and fragments of green paint were also found. So, and also she died seven or forty-eight to seventy-two hours prior to this incident. Well, we were, I remember I texted you last week, and Mm -hmm. I was like, all these fans think it's there, and that's so ridiculous. But now, thinking back, when that box was stolen and stuff, remember, we We said it kind of looks like his It either looked like a female, or it looked like a skinny male. The only skinny male on the show... Is him. There. He got so aggressive in this episode, too, and so, and you predicted that it wouldn't be Rebecca, probably, because they were building it up so much to look like her. I'm surprised. I mean, like, props to all the fans who called that, because until this past episode, I did not see it at all. I mean, I think maybe uh, last episode is when I first started to see it, but he did not seem aggressive whatsoever. He seemed like the good guy this entire season, and... That really shocked me. Well, what do you think? If he is the murderer, he has to have some sort of oh, motive he's, behind he's it. He's definitely the... I, I will say he is yeah. 99% the murderer. Well, once we saw the very end clip. The very end, oh my gosh. We'll just say it. He like came out with the murder weapon, which was under his yeah. cushion, and started smashing and breaking everything. everything like a crazy person, which we've never seen that side of him before. But I feel like if he's the murderer... I mean, he seems so normal. Is it because what were his he wanted motives? to frame his dad for doing it? Is it to get back at, like, Ethan and his family because of all of that? And, like, there has to be something in there, I feel like, mm-hmm. that we need to find out his motives. There definitely has to be a deeper motive. Um, to, I mean, to killing Derek, we barely saw Thayer yeah. before. Um, so... Makes me want to go back and rewatch like the really old <laughs> the episodes first and yeah, just see what he's doing. I I wonder if there are things that like we would have picked up on um, in the past. It would be it would definitely be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the very beginning of the episode as well, Thayer ends up giving Emma an ultimatum, and her response is not to calm him down. It is to go to Ethan, be like, you know, Thayer gave me an ultimatum. And you're the one I'm choosing. However, she didn't realize that Dan also gave Ethan an ultimatum and said, these girls are the family. Who are you going to choose? Because he lied to him. Multiple times. Multiple times. He didn't tell him about the twins or anything, which he found out from Alec in this episode. Dan was super upset and he was seeing uh, Teresa's body in the hospital and he punched a window and he's really angry and he asked Alec like tell me everything so he finally got the entire scoop which made him extremely angry at Ethan of course I think at everyone give him the ultimatum it's 
That's what happens it's with secrets. It's definitely easy to play the blame game. And Teresa was his one true love. We've known this all along. It is the one person that he wanted to end up with. And I feel like at this point, or very early in the episode, he was just blaming anyone that he could for her death. Yeah. Um, whether they physically had anything to do with it or not. It was just, you know, oh, well, you did this, and if you hadn't done that, it would have led to this. And He just wants answers, so he needs mm-hmm. someone to blame, and that's why he's... I mean, he was hot on all this case stuff anyways, you know, on that trail, and now he's so much more involved since that happened to her. Mm -hmm. So, um, at the murder scene, we actually thought that it was... It kind of seemed like it could either be Rebecca or one of the twins, because they did find a necklace with half of the heart on it. We knew that Sutton had half of one, and we didn't know... What where happened the other half to the was. Other one. I mean, we assumed that it was re- with Rebecca. Mm-hmm. But. Well, Rebecca just, she seems, she tries to be, like, a good mom and all her attempts fail. I feel like she just doesn't know what she's doing. Like, she she has a good intention, I think, of giving these heart necklaces. Like, oh, I want to bring the family back together. And then it just doesn't work out because of everything else going on. Rebecca's problem is that she... And and this is with many people. They think that the the easy way is to lie and to manipulate when really you're just going to get caught in the end. And then people don't trust you. Exactly. The better like you way is you. to just be genuine and it, it is very difficult because sometimes if you are open with things like if she was to be open and say, you know, 23 years ago I had twins. I uh had an affair with a married man who is one of my close friends, had two kids with him, and gave them up for adoption without knowing where they went. I mean, that's difficult. She could be shunned, but if she had just come forward and said that, it's a 50-50 chance. Now, I feel like she has zero chance with her kids. Do you think she has... Uh, she had, like, a really big reason that we still don't know why she had to give up the twins in the first place. Oh, definitely. And we're still waiting to find it out. I mean, she de- she seemed very sincere when she said, I'm not ready, or I, I was not ready to raise you two. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, I believe. I believe a lot of the things she said. But then she still, there were a couple times this episode where she was still that evil, conniving person. She, I mean, she threatened Jordan. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But I I feel like she's trying to change. It's just not that easy for her to. I feel like she wants to be a good mom to the twins, but... Jordan's been the closest thing she's had to a child and look at how she treats him it's Mm -hmm. awful and she always just like dangles his past over his head and forces him to do things and if you were an actual loving caring parent you would never do that to your kids so it makes me think she would be a bad parent to the twins too seeing that yeah uh definitely not a good role model by any yeah uh so Rebecca and Jordan. Jordan still kind of seems like he's under her spell. Or not under her spell. He knows that she's a bad person. But uh, she's still able to manipulate him. She threatens that she will tell Mads and Alec 
about what he did to his brother. Which? We find out it it sounds like he I mean later in the episode he goes to Mads and he's like I'm not dealing with you Rebecca like you can go find your own way out of here. Um he goes to Mads and he's like I'm going to tell her everything. So he I mean, he apologizes to her and he's like, I never want to leave you. I'm not with Rebecca. Um, and the police show up and arrest him for the murder of his brother. Okay. I was not expecting that at all, first of all. <laughs> but they've all been in LA, right? That's where they're from, him and his brother and that whole family. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Thayer's like the murderer now and he was living in LA too. Do you think either of them have something to do with like all this stuff that's been happening in LA and the murders? Like they're tied together that way? Quite possibly. I mean, I from things that I've heard, I don't think that Jordan is capable of killing someone. He might have been there and someone else was there at the time or he got caught in a really bad situation or... It was, you know, something along the lines of... Because he seems like a good guy. It, it could be something along the lines of, like, it, this is not by any means innocent, but if he was driving drunk and his brother was sitting next to him, something along those lines, I don't think that he killed someone in cold blood. Yeah. And we had Ali Gonino, who plays Laurel, on a couple weeks ago, and she actually said, we, we asked her, you know, how serious is... Jordan's, you know, accusation, like what he did. And she's, we said on a scale of, you know, one to 10, um, from like, you know, playing a joke on someone to, to murder. murdering someone. And she said, it's not murder. Okay. So I'm glad she said that because it's, <laughs> that it's might so be a weird. spoiler, but I, I, I genuinely don't think that he, he murdered someone, um, with the intent of murder. I, I don't think so either, yeah. but I didn't think there was too, like, Four episodes ago, I thought, oh, he's the cute, nice, sweet guy, the one that's good on paper, you know? Well, I mean... All of these people, I I think every (laughs) character in the Lion Game is not what you first expect them to be. And with Jordan, we thought that he was kind of this D-bag playboy who is dating two girls. And then we realized that he actually is a decent guy. Mm Mm-hmm. So our perceptions have changed a little bit. Thayer, at the very beginning, thought he was a stand-up guy, could do no wrong. And here he is with a murder weapon, potentially having killed... I mean, he, he definitely killed Teresa, but Derek potentially as well. Yeah, it's really crazy. You really have to get to know people. Just in real life, too. It's like all these people have secrets and scary. stuff. <laughs> I know, but it makes you think, like, oh, you think people are fine, and yeah. then all of a sudden... I know it's a TV show, but still. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I want to touch a little bit more on Ethan and Emma, and then also throwing Sutton in there a little bit, too, at the very end. Emma, as we said earlier talked to Ethan and said, you know, it's always been you. You're the only one that I've ever wanted. He rejected her and said it's too late. He's picking family. Um, Blames her and Sutton for Teresa's death as well, kind of. And it seemed like at the end of the episode when Sutton helped him and Dan out with the case that 
he I I feel like it looked like there was some chemistry between Ethan and Sutton again. I felt like that too, and I was thinking, no, not again, <laughs> not again, please, not again. I feel like he likes whoever's playing Sutton. You know, the one that's at home. No. Oh, you mean. <laughs> because he liked Sutton, and then she left, and then Emma was playing Sutton, and he liked her, and then now that they switched places again or something, he's he just needs to find a new he girl, flip-flops I think. flops so much. Is it like, oh, they look the same, so whoever is... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're totally different. No, I, I, I agree with that. I, I don't think that anyone should be dating twins, but it's... It's also very common for guys or girls to, years down the line or however quickly, like to fall for someone like their ex's best friend or something like that because they are similar personalities. We know that Sutton and Emma look identical, so we know that he's physically attracted to both of them and their personalities. He's attracted to someone who's, you know, independent but also loyal and, um, you know, a good person. And that is pretty much everything that Emma embodies. But now that Sutton's also becoming that too... She's getting a lot better, so she's just as nice almost, you know? (laughs) I would hate having a twin... (laughs) Me too. I'd get jealous. (laughs) (laughs) It would be so weird. Um, So, yeah, I I just really hope that Ethan doesn't switch sides again. If he keeps going back and forth, it's just, like, too much. I think Emma's still, like... kind of gross at this point. Yeah, it is gross. It's really gross. And I don't know. It's obvious that Emma still likes him, but... If he's going to reject her, he makes it seem like he's going to reject both of them, but then he's, like, flirting with one of them. It's just so... I don't know. Mm -hmm. And Dan doesn't want him talking to either twin, it looks like. Don't you think? Yeah. Just get rid of them kind of thing. Oh, I mean, towards the end of the episode, he did thank Sutton for helping out with the investigation, and... Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. It seemed like all was forgiven there. So hopefully they'll be able to... They're not going to keep them apart, <laughs> Ethan, with the twins. I I really want the twins to come out to everyone. Me too. Well, it, we're going to talk about the whole Kristen thing, It almost thing happened. Too. Yeah, I want to talk about that in a little bit. Um, just getting a little deeper, um, do you believe Rebecca's apology to Emma? That was a really intense scene and a really good scene, but... I I I don't know. I I feel like it was sincere that she felt very guilty for what happened mm-hmm. and she was sad about it and she loves them and mm-hmm. stuff, but I still don't think she really loves them. She doesn't really know them and I feel like her well, actions no, aren't like I don't know. Regardless, I I feel like mothers, parents in general have that innate love for their children like even if you never even if you've never met them and you gave them up for adoption you're still going to love them so I do I do genuinely believe that she loves them I don't think that she handled it in the best way I think she was being honest though Mm -hmm. the reason I think that is because I was waiting for her at the end of the scene when Emma walked away I was waiting for her to like stop crying and kind of you know like oh it was the waterworks and stuff but she continued to look extremely upset even when she wasn't in the room which made me believe oh she was being genuine but Emma was 
I think Emma handled it really well, Mm -hmm. the entire conversation, being like, uh, do you know what I went through? All these foster homes, and like I've moved so many times. So she hasn't schools, even told Ted and, that yet. Yeah, like no one knows about that. And I think it was really good that she did put that out there. Like, you think you just, you know, left us somewhere, and this is what really happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to forgive you for that this easily. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what did you think about all that? And then afterwards, when she went to tell Sutton about it, and Sutton was like, you're falling for that? I was going to say that I think Rebecca has been selfish this entire season, and I didn't understand it. Now, the fact that we're seeing she was being framed for murder, it makes a little bit more sense as to why she was doing some of these selfish things. Um as I said earlier, I think she's just handling it in the wrong way. She does want to see their original family get back together, meaning Rebecca, Ted, Emma, and Sutton, but she should have been sincere all along and learned from her daughter's mistakes. I'm talking about Sutton and realize that, you know, the people who are honest usually come out on top. Definitely. And Her whole plan was just, she didn't handle any of it the right way. If she wants to be with them, she shouldn't just, like, storm into town ruining everyone's lives and breaking up a perfectly fine family. I feel like she could have, you know, tried to come out with the secret and then meet with the girls and start talking. I don't know. There could have been so many better ways to handle it than she did. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just thinking of another thing uh, from... Sorry about the segue. Uh, From Teresa's murder, when we were learning about it, and I wrote down this quote, the police said she most likely took it with her. And it meaning the weapon, the the murder weapon. Um, But they distinctly, I remember, because I rewound this three times, our engineer who was actually watching it with me uh, listened to me try to or listen to the show three times with me and it said she most likely took it with her yeah so dan said that right i i was it dan i think dan said that because he thought it was rebecca oh that's what i thought i thought it was one of the policemen maybe i maybe i got it wrong but it was he was talking to a policeman they were like conversing about it and uh i think he said Dan said she okay. has the murder weapon, and then the cop was like, she mm-hmm. or something, and he was like, yeah, or I don't know. He, well, because there were, I mean, there were high heel prints at the scene, which could have been um, Teresa's, but yeah. Yeah. So I just wanted to point that out. Uh, I will have to go back and watch the episode to clarify. <laughs> so uh, many details. But yeah, there were a lot of details tonight. I want to talk about, there's still a whole slew of things to to talk about. Before we get into that, I just want to take a minute to mention iTunes. If you are watching us on our YouTube page or watching us on AfterBuzzTV.com, then take a minute to go over to you or to iTunes, sorry, and subscribe to our Line Game podcast. All you have to do is type in AfterBuzzTV, find the Line Game podcast, and then rate and comment, um, and also tell a friend because that's how we grow here at AfterBuzz. We bring you all of this great free content almost 60 shows a week um so tell a friend and then yeah rate and comment with uh suggestions that you have predictions that you have of your own if you can find any news and gossip on the show we want to know when it's coming back and 
We hope it's coming back. We're really big fans of the show, too. So if you guys want to talk ever and say your predictions, just be sure to hit us up. Mm -hmm. We got a lot of predictions on YouTube, too, that were, you know... I saw awesome. dead on. Yeah, they were <laughs> dead on. Uh, dead on. I like it. I didn't mean to say that, but it worked out. Honey. <laughs> uh, so I really like the dynamic of Laurel, Emma, and Sutton this episode. And the three girls are really teaming together to get things done. Finally. Yes. Finally. And that is another thing that Ali Gonino talked about. She really emphasized in our interview with her um, how she was excited to see this. And as a fan, it's really cool to see. It is. And it makes us, like, feel safe in that crazy town and this show and stuff. It's like they're finally together on the same team, whereas it was someone was always left out or being backstabbed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, speaking of... The family. The, the family going through a divorce. Ted and Kristen, they're at the office with their lawyers um, filing the paper, or not filing the papers, but coming to an agreement. And Kristen just asks, I just want to know what happened to the 20 grand. And that sparks Ted to be like, Kristen, I love you. Just, I need to tell you stuff, but I can't. I made a promise to our daughters. And she was like, what do they have to do with anything? She Little does she know. Out. Yeah. But this whole episode, Ted wanted to tell her everything. And he kept asking Sutton permission, which I'm like, why are you asking Sutton permission to do this? Just tell. It's no, your secret I, and I stuff, right? I agree that he should be asking them. It's it's not just his decision. It's the twins and his decision. Um, because... Sutton's the only one that doesn't want... I feel like it's two against no, one, though, right? No, I, I completely disagree. I think all of them want to tell her, but I think that none of them think that it's the right time because they know how much it'll hurt Kristen, and they know that if they do tell her, she could shun any of them. I mean, Ted's thinking, if I tell her, it might not help. It might make her want to divorce me even quicker. Sutton's thinking that she will disown Sutton and then want Emma. And Emma's thinking that she will Get not want to hang out with Emma anymore and just stick to her, you know, the family that she raised. It's so understandable, but it just, to me, I feel like it's such common sense that the more you keep pushing it back, the worse it's going to get. And it's just going to build up more and more. And she might find out another way. I mean, it's the news is spreading around the town. More and more people are finding out. And she's one of the few that's still in the dark. So I'm I've been she's, wanting them to tell her every I feel like episode. She's the only main character who still doesn't know about the twins. I think she is, and it's really sad because the, everyone in the house is walking around like it's normal, and the twins are switching back and forth, and she has no idea. She's completely oblivious to everything that's going on. And for the last like five episodes, I feel like one of the main things that I've been saying in predictions that I want to happen is that she'll find out, and I'm, it still hasn't happened yet. And I. What do you think she's going to do when she finds out? How do you think she's going to react? I think it depends on how she finds out. And that's something that was discussed a lot in tonight's episode. Um, they would rather it come from them than her find out in another manner. Definitely. Whether that's from Alec or, you know, from just happening. Rebecca, yeah, anyone, well, really. Anyone or just walking in on the twins at some random moment, you know? Um, she could be like Mads and just be smart enough to catch on. Um, I'm kind of surprised that she hasn't yet. 
But me too. And the twins are always in the house together in that room. I'm like, how have they not gotten caught yet? But it, it, it is one of those things where if the twins and Ted all sit her down and say something, then they're being honest at the... I guess it's not the first opportunity, but they're being honest as soon as they could. And she will respect that more than if they continue this dishonesty. I wanted them to go with Ted's plan of, I'm going to sit her down, talk to her, and bring you in and introduce you with Sutton here. But they shot it down. But I feel like something like that would be the appropriate way to handle it. I mean, at the very end of the episode, he was ready to tell her. Mm -hmm. And that is when Alec made his very inopportune entrance through the ceiling. (laughs) Which I thought, now it's really time to tell her. (laughs) Because that has something to do with the whole twin secret and all of that drama. So she's just totally in the dark. Yeah. She's probably just like, why is he falling through the ceiling? And that must have been traumatizing for her, of course, because she's been interested in him. Exactly. So that's even like more on the plate of how traumatizing everything's going to be for her. Mm-hmm. Um, so talking about Alec real quick and him warning Rebecca. We talked about this very briefly earlier, but just... I understand him wanting to protect his to protect Thayer. But why like why go through all of this? Well remember now all these things are making sense when he would meet him at the side of the road. I'm doing all of this for you. Oh, yeah. I'm doing all of this to look out for you so you don't get caught. That was the so first time where like, I thought it might be fair. Yeah, and it makes so much sense now. So it's actually there's the murderer and then Alex like covering up his tracks and trying to help out, which I always thought Alec was the murderer and there knew about it or something and that's why he hated him and mm-hmm. ran away to LA. And now I understand why Alec got mad at Thayer that one time because he was like, you're trying to frame me for your murder when I'm trying to get you out of it. <laughs> yeah, the whole cell phone thing and it's like, he's uh, it's so bad. Like, someone that's helping you, you don't frame mm-hmm. and then expect them to like come back and work for you but it seems like he did after that it's like Thayer had some spell over him or some weird control maybe Thayer is bipolar or something like where he has dual personalities because we have seen times where he seemed very sincere and then clearly tonight there are times when he blows up it's so scary that someone that nice could be that evil it's LA I know. To people in LA. To LA. <laughs> um, so it does make sense why Rebecca wanted to leave. Or, you know, she got the call from Alec and she was like, oh, yeah, better skip town again um, because the police are have enough evidence to potentially convict me. And that's part um, of the trap. And to that, make her exactly, run. to make her look like she was the one who did it. Some fugitive that. You know, she has to get out of town so she doesn't get blamed. But Mm -hmm. she didn't end up doing it, luckily. But she almost did. She was at the airport next to a plane trying to get Jordan to come with her. And he was like, why should I come with you? And she threatened him and said, I'm going to tell people before. This was before he got arrested, of course. But she was threatening. If you don't come with me, I'm going to call the cops and tell what happened kind of thing. And then is she the one that called the cops then because he didn't go with her? I really hope not. That's low. That's what I thought. I thought that she was still angry, but then, 
you know, a couple of minutes later, she hasn't left and she changed her mind because she, you know, yeah, has to stay there. Well, it's a weird episode. Yeah. Great episode. I feel like there's a lot that we missed. I wish we could have seen whatever happened on the roof that ended with Alec coming Well, through. that's what makes you want to watch again. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just picturing her, like, punching him and, you know, going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at the very end of the episode, along with, you know, seeing Alec fall through a roof... Ted not being able to tell Kristen everything. Um, you know, she doesn't know about the twins yet. We also see Emma goes to visit Thayer. And Thayer, still creepy, shuts the door. And they're like, we need to talk. I thought he was going to murder her in that scene. I did too. I was really nervous for I'm her. glad that he waited to have that explosion, but... It's so weird, too, because from her perspective, it's there's been this really nice guy who's in on all the secrets and knows and has been helping her track down her birth mom. And right there in the middle of everything, it actually, for you guys that are watching Pretty Little Liars, too, it seemed very, like, Spencer and, you know, like mm-hmm. her boyfriend. And I don't know. It's, it's the people that are super close to you aren't really your closest people they could be your enemies and i was afraid that she was going to get murdered in that scene yeah she would have if she stayed five more minutes apparently do you think that they could have this show though with one of the twins i mean i i realize that alex chando only uh, there's only one of her and she plays two twins but do you think that this show yeah could be a success with only one of them no, it I definitely feel like, wouldn't be as interesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's the juiciest part about it. It's something that makes it special and unique. And being an identical twin isn't a normal thing. And it's not normal to be separated at birth and then discover each other later and kind of live in the same group after that. I think it's a interesting plot line, and I think it works really well with the show. Yeah. Do well, you think so? Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely agree. Um it it's great. I love the love squares and I hate them. I love that they date the same guys because I feel like it causes a lot of drama, but I hate it at the same time. So it, it definitely keeps me interested. That's how I am too. Like, <laughs> I want to know everything. It, just like I was saying, like, oh, what happened before he fell through the ceiling and everything. But that's why we like it. We want to know what's going to happen next. And it leaves us at the edge of our seats. Yeah. I love shows like that. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, fun. And now, even though we don't know if they are going to have any more episodes, we're still on the edge of our seats. They better. And they better I because <laughs> I need something after this past episode. Me too. They have to have at least one episode to wrap something up. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I do regret is I haven't read any of the books yet. And I feel like they did kind of, I mean, those obviously have more of a complete ending. I've seen a lot of, uh, you know, kind of ratings from people that watch the show, what they think about it. And a lot of the times I see comments from people that say, I love it. It's amazing. And then there's comments that say, I don't like it that much because in the books, this happens and in the books, this happens. So I think they they don't cover everything and they change things and it makes some of the fans of the books upset. I I agree with, you know, you want to some capacity to them f- for the producers to stay on 
um, the same path as the books, but then there would be so many spoilers, and I feel like it actually, you know, gives more life to it. Like, it I'm makes glad it more they don't interesting. stick to it, too, yeah. because then everyone would ruin all the. It's the same as Pretty Little things. Liars. They, you know, they have the books, but they changed up. Oh, it's totally different. I actually started reading those books because I, I love this show. Mm-hmm. And then I started getting really confused about what was happening <laughs> in the books and the show because they were so different, like yeah. different A's, different murders. But like, it's the same name, so you're like picturing so the confused. same characters. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to read these books once we know if like the show's coming back or not because it, it will be interesting to compare and contrast it. Mm-hmm. Well, we definitely hope it comes back. We want to know your thoughts, though, so definitely leave us comments on YouTube. Leave us comments on um, iTunes. And, Danica, do you have anything else to wrap up this season? I just really hope it comes back, and (laughs) I hope it comes back and we have more guests on the show. I think it's really fun to talk with the cast and Mm -hmm. hear what they're thinking and saying. They kind of help us with our predictions Mm -hmm. and... Yes, cross our fingers that it comes back. Okay. So I think, I, I don't know if we have any news. There will be news if it gets renewed or if it doesn't. Um, but let's move on into predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. What do you think happened on the roof? Do you think Rebecca pushed him or... Someone else pushed him, or he just tripped, jumped off. I don't think he tripped or jumped off. (laughs) I think it was either Rebecca or Thayer came up, and there's something with that. I think it's Rebecca, but since we saw Thayer go ballistic and just, you know, go absolutely insane, I could see him chasing after him and being really violent and just, like, shoving him or something like that. So that is one of my predictions. It's one of those two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who do you think? I don't know. I When I said tripped, that actually, I didn't think of that before I actually <laughs> said it. I was like, that would be kind of cool if it was, it might be a little bit anticlimactic if we came back with a new episode and it was like, oh yeah, Alex died because he tripped over a pipe on the roof. And well, he landed on his back, right? So I feel like someone could have like shoved yeah. him either got shot. It wasn't like a belly or... flop into the glass or something. Mm-hmm. But it could have also been, you know, Rebecca was threatening him or coming at him or something and he walked back and tripped over. I don't know. Another prediction. <laughs> I think that Ethan's gonna keep hooking up with the twins. Which one? Sutton. I think he's gonna go for Sutton now. And then Emma's gonna be extremely devastated. devastated. Yeah. And then who knows what's gonna happen if that happens? How are the twins? Are they're gonna react mm-hmm. some way? And Emma's very like, this is your life. He was your boyfriend. This is your family. So she's either gonna be understanding of it or just be ridiculously upset because she's so in love with him. Mm-hmm. Um. This is a very long stretch, but I think if if Jordan is in juvie or prison or something, I think that Alec will actually approve of him and Mads having a thing and help defend him in court. I could see that <laughs> happening. I feel like Alec, we've, we always talk about how creepy he's the DA. He is. I mean, yeah. And I feel like the reason he has that job is because he likes being part of 
I don't know. Obviously, he's helping out his son who murdered some someone or was. And so maybe he likes being the thrill of being a part of something bad, even though he's not the one that's actually doing the crimes. He's like helping I in some way. That. Yeah. Like a weird personality thing he likes to do. <laughs> I was just thinking because he does genuinely care about his kids so much, Mads and there. And, um, you know, he he did see the better side of Jordan over the past few episodes, and he might want to help him out. So, I don't know. We'll see. Any other predictions? Mm. How do you think Kristen will react? I think she's going to be really mad and accept both twins, though. I'm not sure about her husband because they've been planning on getting a divorce anyways. What do you think? I I don't think she'll be that quick to forgive him. I don't... Yeah, I feel like but. she's going to be more mad at him than the twins. I think, I think she will definitely be in shock. Um, and... I would have to go to therapy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, it'll be interesting. Poor Kristen. I love Kristen. Yeah. <laughs> She's so, one of my favorites. Yeah. That concludes, hopefully not the entire series, but it concludes this season for The Lion Game. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to each and every after show. Um, if you guys have your own predictions... As I said, comment on YouTube, comment on iTunes, and then if you want to continue on the conversation, where can they find you? You can tweet me at Danica Kennedy, and my website is danicakennedy.com. Cool. And you can tweet me at Katherine Kelly. You can tweet everyone here at AfterBuzz TV. We hope it comes back. We really do. Hopefully we'll see you guys again. Yes, and we hope that you tune in to any other after shows that you are a fan of. Hopefully... Until next time, thanks for watching. <laughs> From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.